بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما إن شاء الله بإذن الله ويكنتيني ويستفسير جزء تبارك And today inshallah we'll be completing Surah Al-Insan from ayah number 27 to the end which is ayah number 31 and from ayah number 27 to ayah number 31 inshallah A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem Inna haa'ulai yuhibbuna l'ajilata wa yadharuna wara'ahum yawman thaqila Nahnu khalaqnahum wa shadadna asrahum Wa iza shi'na baddalna amthalahum tabdila Inna haadihi tazkirah فَمَنْ شَاءَ اتَّخَذَ إِلَى رَبِّهِ سَبِيلًا وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ إِلَّا أَنْ يَشَاءَ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ عَلِيمًا حَكِيمًا يُدْخِلُ مَنْ يَشَاءُ فِي رَحْمَتِهِ والظالمين أعد لهم عذابا أليما. After Allah subhanahu wa taala, he mentioned the obligation of having patience upon his hukum. فاصبر لحكم ربك. This is an order, and he made prohibited obeying the disbelievers. Yes, فاصبر لحكم ربك ولا تطع منهم آثما أو كفورا. In the following ayat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He describes يعني, the state of the disbelievers in this dunya. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, إِنَّ هَؤُلَاءَ يُحِبُّونَ الْعَاجِلَةِ إِنَّ هَؤُلَاءَ هَؤُلَاءَ is referring to the disbelievers. Although they are not mentioned directly, it is understood from the context of the ayah. Because the true believer would never, would never love this dunya over the akhirah. فَإِنَّ هَؤُلَاءِ يُحِبُّونَ الْعَاجِلَةِ These kuffar, they love the ajila. They love this world with a love that is renewed all the time. إِنَّ هَؤُلَاءِ يُحِبُّونَ الْعَاجِلَةِ فَاللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى described this world as being ajila, immediate. Al-ajila is something which is immediate as a means of belittling it. تَحْقِيرًا لَهَا It is very temporary, it fades away. Its pleasures and desires are temporary. They don't last. For this is like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying in Surah Al-Qiyamah, كَلَّا بَلْ تُحِبُّونَ الْعَاجِلَ وَتَذَرُونَ الْآخِرَةِ Yes, we took this in Surah Al-Qiyamah. إِنَّ هَؤُلَاءِ يُحِبُّونَ الْعَاجِلَ وَيَذَرُونَ وَرَاءَهُمْ وَيَذَرُونَ وَرَاءَهُمْ يَذَرُونَ means they leave behind. And they leave it behind, they put it behind their back and they don't give it importance. وَيَذَرُونَ وَرَاءَهُمْ behind them يَوْمًا ثَقِيلًا يَوْمًا ثَقِيلًا A very heavy day. Yani this is talking about the day of judgment. 
This is talking about the day of judgment. They put it behind their back. For the disbelievers live in this life as if there is no day of judgment. For these kuffar, they put behind them yawman thaqila. For it was described as being thaqil because it is a great day and it is severe in its horrors. And it will be very hard on the kuffar, but it will be easy for the believers. For this ayah is like a ta'lil, like a reason. Why you shouldn't obey the kuffar? Because where will they lead you? They will lead you to destruction. They will make you forget the akhirah. If you forget the akhirah, you are destroyed. You are destroyed and you will love this dunya. If the love of the akhirah is removed from your heart, what is going to replace it? The love of this dunya. إِنَّ هَؤُلَاءِ يُحِبُّونَ الْعَاجِلَةَ وَيَذَرُونَ وَرَاهُمْ يَوْمًا ثَقِيلًا نَحْنُ خَلَقْنَاهُمْ وَشَدَدْنَا أَسْرَهُمْ وَإِذَا شِئْنَا بَدَّلْنَا أَمْثَالَهُمْ تَبْدِيلًا For in this next ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions His Qudra to resurrect the creation of which the disbelievers deny. They deny the resurrection. Allah now is showing that He can resurrect the khalq. It is very easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because the one who initially created the creation can easily bring them back to life again. He created the creation from nothing. For it is very easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring you back from something. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, نَحْنُ خَلَقْنَاهُمْ We have created them. Yani Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought them into existence after they were nothing. This is what al-khalq is, to bring into existence something that did not exist before. نَحْنُ خَلَقْنَاهُمْ وَشَدَدْنَا أَسْرَهُمْ وَشَدَدْنَا أَسْرَهُمْ And we have strengthened their form, yani strengthened their creation, and that they become the strongest human being that they can become. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has strengthened them. This is talking about the physical strength. For the Arabs would say about a person, رَجُلٌ حَسَنُ الْأَسْرِ يعني A man with a sound asr, meaning he has very sound physical form. He is very strong in his form. Yes, for this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioning his ni'mah, that he created them and he gave them strength. For there is no contradiction between this ayah and the ayah in Surah An-Nisa, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, وَخُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ ضَعِيفًا And the insan has been created weak. For the ayah in Surah An-Nisa is talking about the weakness in willpower and the weakness in front of desires. When a desire comes to the insan, they are very weak in regards to it. They may, they may fall into it very easily. نَحْنُ خَلَقْنَاهُمْ وَشَدَدْنَا أَسْرَهُمْ وَإِذَا شِئْنَا بَدَّلْنَا أَمْثَالَهُمْ تَبْدِيلًا وَإِذَا شِئْنَا بَدَّلْنَا أَمْثَالَهُمْ تَبْدِيلًا And when we will, we can change their likeness with complete alteration. For this could have two meanings. The first one is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is able to resurrect them after they die. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can bring them back with their bodies a new creation. For the mathal here is in themselves. Within themselves, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can cause them to die and then he can resurrect them again with the same body. Or it could mean that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is able to destroy them and bring a completely different people to replace them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can destroy them and bring a complete generation of people to replace them. For the mathal here is in the mathal of humanity. يعني أمثالهم in humanity. He will replace them. He will remove this set of humans and he will replace them with another set of humans. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is able to do this. For as the Shaykh al-Barraqi says, since there is no contradiction between the two meanings, then the ayah can carry both meanings. This is a principle. نَحْنُ خَلَقْنَاهُمْ وَشَدَدْنَا أَسْرَهُمْ وَإِذَا شِئْنَا بَدَّلْنَا أَمْثَالَهُمْ تَبْدِيلًا إِنَّ هَذِهِ تَذْكِرَةً 
فمن شاء اتخذ إلى ربه سبيلا إن هذه تذكرة هذه is referring to سورة الإنسان the whole سورة إن هذه تذكرة يعني essentially this سورة with its beautiful structure and noble meanings which informs of the creation and informs of the resurrection is a reminder is a تذكرة it is a reminder for the wise person to remember it is a reminder for the believers and it is a warning to the ignorant person to take heed إن هذه تذكرة فمن شاء اتخذ إلى ربه سبيلا فمن شاء اتخذ إلى ربه سبيلا so he who wills may take to his lord away whoever desires and wills salvation for their soul they will choose a path to their lord if you want to be saved you choose a path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala your Rabb for this path is the path of obedience and seeking the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is what the reminder should drive you to do to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and take this path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yes فَمَنْ شَاءَ اتَّخَذَ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِ سَبِيلًا and as the Shaykh al-Barraki said this is not something optional يعني the one who wants to can take a path to their Lord and the one who doesn't want to it's alright for them not to take a path to their Lord it's not something optional فَذِسْ تَعْبِيرِ فَمَنْ شَاءَ اتَّخَذَ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِ سَبِيلًا is an encouragement to take the path of iman and righteousness it is not an option but it is encouraging and I take the path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is what will benefit you إِنَّ هَذِهِ تَذْكِرَةِ فَمَنْ شَاءَ اتَّخَذَ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِ سَبِيلًا وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ إِلَّا أَنْ يَشَاءَ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ عَلِيمًا حَكِيمًا وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ إِلَّا أَنْ يَشَاءَ اللَّهِ and you do not will except that Allah wills but this is a core belief of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. This is a core belief of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah when it comes to the will of the insan, Mashiatul Insan, Annaha Tabi'atun li Mashiatillah. It follows the Mashiach of Allah. It is not independent of the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's where the two deviant groups to Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah went astray. For on one end of the extremes, the Qadariya said that. The Mashiach of the Insan is independent of the Mashiach of Allah. And the Jibriya on the other end of the scale, they said that the Insan has no Mashiach at all. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that is compelling him. Wal-Iyadhu Billah. For Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah in the middle, they say, yes, the Insan has a Mashiach, but their Mashiach is according to the Mashiach of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For as Shaykh al-Barraq, he said, when we will something, we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has willed us to will it. And when this matter happens and when this matter occurs, then we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has willed this matter. But we do not know until the matter happens. This is why, مثلا, when something happens, we say, Allah wa ma This is the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has willed this. Only when it happens. And no one can يعني, foretell the future of what the qadr of Allah will be. And the person who claims to know the future then they are, subhanAllah, from the kuhan, and they are from the fortune tellers, and they are from the mushrikun. They have committed major shirk. وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ إِلَّا أَنْ يَشَاءَ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ عَلِيمًا حَكِيمًا إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ عَلِيمًا حَكِيمًا This is the reason why the will of the humans is compliant to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is alim and hakim. He is all-knowing and wise. Yes, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has vast knowledge 
of the creation and the condition of his creation. And he also possesses great wisdom, great hikmah in his planning, in his tadbir, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he has great hikmah in his creation. For this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preceded this. وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ إِلَّا أَن يَشَاءَ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ عَلِيمًا حَكِيمًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has knowledge of everything and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has great wisdom in everything. For the verb kana, inna allaha kana, we always say that this is maslubatul zaman, it does not have any tense. You can't say this is the past tense, that once Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was alim hakim and he is no longer alim hakim wal billah. This is what they call maslubatul zaman, it does not have any tense, rather it indicates that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is eternally and everlastingly alimun hakim. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will always be alim hakim. Forever and ever, everlastingly, he will be alim hakim. Inna allaha kana aliman hakima yudkhilu man yashau fi rahmatih wadhalimina a'adda lahum athaban alima yudkhilu man yashau fi rahmatih wadhalimina a'adda lahum athaban alima He admits whom he wills into his mercy. يُدْخِلُ مَنْ يَشَاءُ فِي رَحْمَتِهِ He admits whom he wills into his mercy. يعني Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he admits whom he wills from the believers into paradise. And paradise was called his rahmah because it came into existence with his mercy subhanahu wa ta'ala. He created it with his mercy and he shows mercy through it to whomever he wills amongst his servants. And no one will enter paradise except with the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. يدخل من يشاء في رحمته والظالمين أعد لهم عذابا أليما the ظالمين يعني the oppressors the ones who have مثلا committed shirk and kufr and they have oppressed themselves by committing major sins for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared for them a very painful punishment and this painful punishment is in the hellfire Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared it for them Yes, for this is evidence that Jahannam at the moment exists. And this is the belief of Ahl sunnah wal-Jama'ah. Similarly, Al-Jannah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared Jannah for the believers. We know that Jannah currently exists. This is one of the evidences that Jannah and Jahannam exists when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says He has a'addaha, when He has prepared it. That means they are ready now. They are prepared right now. And as Ibn Kathir rahimahullah, He said, Thus Allah guides whomever He wishes and leads astray whomever He wishes. Yes, يُدْخِلُ مَنْ يَشَاءُ فِي رَحْمَتِهِ وَالظَّالِمِينَ أَعَدَّ لَهُمْ عَذَابًا أَلِيمًا Whoever He guides, none can lead astray. And whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala misguides, none can guide. Yes, for we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us and to make us from those who are guided. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us steadfast until we die. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. Al-Fawaid wal-Ahkam, the points of benefit and the rulings. One, the foolish intellect of the disbeliever, whereby they prefer this temporary world over the eternal hereafter. This is very foolish. Two, that the day of judgment will be heavy on the disbelievers and easy for the believers. That the day of judgment will be heavy on the disbelievers and easy for the believers. يَوْمًا ثَقِيلًا And also in the ayah in this surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَوَقَاهُمُ اللَّهُ شَرَّ ذَلِكَ الْيَوْمِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will save them, yani the believers from the evil of that day. 
Three, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala proves the resurrection through evidences which prove the initial creation. The one who initially created the creation from nothing is easily able to resurrect them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, نَحْنُ خَلَقْنَاهُمْ وَشَدَدْنَا أَسْرَهُمْ وَإِذَا شِئْنَا بَدَّلْنَا أَمْثَالَهُمْ تَبْدِيلًا This is one of the meanings of وَإِذَا شِئْنَا بَدَّلْنَا أَمْثَالَهُمْ تَبْدِيلًا We resurrected them. For the perfection of Allah's qudra, ability to create generations, that it, so that he removes one generation and replaces it with another. This is the second meaning of وَإِذَا شِئْنَا بَدَّلْنَا أَمْثَالَهُمْ تَبْدِيلًا Five, the virtue of this surah, as it contains a great reminder. The Prophet ﷺ would read this surah in the second rak'ah of Salatul Fajr on Fridays. This was the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. In the first rak'ah, he would read Alif Lam Mim as Sajda. And in the second rak'ah, he would read Surah Al Insan, Hal Ata Al Insan. This was from the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. And the shahid is, Inna Hadihi Tadkira. Inna Hadihi Tadkira. Six, that the Mashi'ah of the servant is dependent on the Mashi'ah of Allah. This is a refutation against the Qadariyah who argue for the independence of the servant's will from that of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَمَنْ شَاءَ اتَّخَذَ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِ سَبِيلًا وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ إِلَّا أَنْ يَشَاءَ اللَّهِ Seven, that whoever goes astray or is guided is by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He guides whom he wills and misguides whom he wills. فَمَنْ شَاءَ اتَّخَذَ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِ سَبِيلًا وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ إِلَّا أَنْ يَشَاءَ اللَّهِ And then eight, that ظلم, oppression, is a cause of punishment. وَالظَّالِمِينَ أَعَدَّ لَهُمْ عَذَابًا أَلِيمًا That ظلم is a cause of punishment. The greatest ظلم is to associate partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or الشرك. إِنَّ الشِّرْكَ لَظُلْمٌ عَظِيمٌ Shirk is a great oppression. Similarly, justice or adil, the opposite of zulm is adil. Similarly, justice adil is a cause for the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The greatest adil being the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just like shirk is zulm, then tawheed is adil. Tawheed is adil. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika, ashadu an la ilaha illa ant, astaghfiruka wa atuhu alayk, wa jazakumullah khair.